Welcome to Jays from Home. That was, I guess, a pretty cheery intro that I just did, but uh, my name is Matt Gower, and this is my brother, Steve Gower. We have the same That's me. Constantly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was looking at today's show notes, and I think that today will make up for last week's, today's episode will make up for last week's long episode. Yeah, <laughs> a little on the shorter side. I was looking at that, too. I thought maybe... You know, that might be like compensating for uh, some interviews you got uh, this weekend. Well, uh, they were kind of, uh, yeah, like speaking of those interviews, I was I was at uh, Titans training camp uh, for the afternoon on Friday. Um, and I just I, just some some quick kind of get to know you chats with a few players and, and manager Bobby Brown, which you'll hear later on in the podcast. But uh, yeah, it was uh, a nice afternoon to be um standing like it was nice weather it was great to be just at a baseball stadium watching even though it was practice watching watching uh and hearing baseball noises yeah i didn't get to get to go out to that uh just because uh, uh vanessa had some dental surgery friday morning so i was taking care of her but uh uh yeah i saw some of the pictures that the titans posted online and uh looks like they had a had a very good weekend. I think it was a couple of days, uh, Thursday and Friday, that they were doing that, right? Uh, no, not sure, but yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But yeah. you said, were you, were you, did you do the dental work? Were you the the the, the, the Vanessa's dentist? No, 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 definitely no. not. Um, you know what we forgot to do last week, though, and this is probably my fault, is we forgot to let everyone know that we're on Twitter at Jays from Home. I guess we did. Yeah, I think I, I did. Uh noticed that but yeah follow us on twitter um it's an exciting twitter page we post our podcast we post our weekly poll and we retweet baseball things yeah did, did you <laughs> post a poll this week i don't i, don't I did remember i answering did answering one i i did uh we'll, we'll we'll talk about that a little later too so um i guess you did not vote on that okay interesting i um, can vote on it uh during during this episode no you can't because yeah. it, because it only runs for a, a specific amount of amount of time but uh it's been a, a good week for the blue jays this week i would say would you say uh yeah um they won more games than they lost I, yes I'd say that's uh, a good week yeah, um, they started out uh, Monday with a Beau Bichette Grand Slam. They beat the Red Sox uh, six to two, and this was like a, a, a like a breeze of a game. Brios um, pitched. Yeah, I heard that. He, yeah, it was a two-hour and sixteen-minute game, uh, which is just that's like insane, uh, insanely fast uh, as far as the pace goes. Yeah, apparently not um, the fastest game of the year so far. There's been shorter games. I don't remember okay. the lengths, but that's not the shortest game of the year for major leagues. I know that much. And it's, 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 it's funny considering the, the, the talk of the past week or so has been about pitch clocks. So, so that they come up with a, with a with a really fast game amidst all this, uh, and I, I support it too. Amidst all amidst all this t- uh, uh, talk about pitch clocks, uh, they didn't need one for that game, that's for sure. Um, Guriel and Chapman um, hit home runs as well in that game, so that that was good. I, that might have been Guriel's. Was that his first home run, or did he get his first home run against Houston in the, in the weekend before? Uh, I don't know. That's okay. research. So uh, I, sorry, I don't know. Sorry, the answer to sorry. That one. We are anti um, doing 
extra effort. <laughs> um, so then I guess uh, the next game, the Jays won another one-run game. They won in 10 innings, 6-5. to five. That one... 6-5, yeah. Yeah, that one, I, um, I'm pretty sure we turned off the game uh, to go to bed, like, relatively early. Like, I mean, it wasn't a fast game, but it wasn't exactly a slow game either. Uh, but we were, I don't know, we were doing something else. And I I just remember when we went to bed, it was like uh, f- Boston was ahead with five runs. And yeah, the thought, Jays, no, point in, no point in throwing it on tonight. It's it's just one game out of 162, so it didn't bother. But then, yeah, I saw the score the next morning, and I'm like, oh, well, they won. That's good. Yeah, well, I think I think um, game one and this game, many games um, have have reminded us that the the, the Jays are always uh, a dangerous team and they're always uh, having a chance to win. And they came back. Uh, Tapia hit a, a sacrifice uh, fly to, to drive in the, the winning run with the bases loaded. So that that, that was good. I, I I watched it kind of on second screen, so I didn't I didn't uh, I wasn't totally invested in it. But mm. uh, once the I, I actually did switch to it when it went into extra innings. And it was, it was, Good result. Yeah. Um, well, unfortunately, they didn't. They weren't exactly in the game on Wednesday. They lost seven to one. Um, I think the only newsworthy thing out of that was I, I saw this one too. Um, I again, I don't remember why I was watching this. I think, yeah, it was Vanessa was off somewhere else. I don't know. It must have been a board meeting. But uh, I saw this one uh, when it happened. Vladdy fouling the ball off his foot, and he stayed in the game. But uh, I think the next game he didn't start. No, he he what he he. I don't think he played at all the next game. Uh, they did X-rays earlier in the morning that the next day, and and they turned out negative. It was just a, I guess a bruise. But that was a bit of a a bit of a scare. <laughs> yeah. But like when he when he stayed in the game, I was I was happy about that. But then when I heard that, you know, they they probably just it was just like a, a precautionary day off. But I was like, oh, I hope this. Well, it's like what linger. happened to Springer, right? Like he he didn't. Uh, they took him out. To, because of his wrist when he got hit, precautionary, uh, or they didn't take him out of the game, but they kept him out for a couple of games just to make sure that he healed up properly. Yeah, well, that's that, that's even more worrisome considering his history. Um, Thursday, uh, another win, uh, low-scoring game, uh, also another quick game. The Jays won one to nothing, um, two hours forty-two minutes. Uh, for, with a strong outing by Alec Manoa, uh, seven innings pitched and seven strikeouts. He's 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 just fun to watch, and uh, yeah, he's got he's got some. Uh, if you ever, if you follow the Pitching Ninja uh, Twitter uh, account, they they love his slider, and uh, it's it's uh, he's, he's he's fun to watch. And what would a, a pitching ninja be? Would they do a lot of quick pitches? I guess no. A pitch, pitching ninja is is a uh, they they just show a lot of uh, just. Uh, uh, pitcher replays just uh the, the cool thing that they they do is they they will like show a, a pitcher's delivery with two different pitches and do like like a, an overlay and just how like kind of nasty some pitches can be because like you know pitchers they don't vary their delivery they they are very like kind of like the the, the good deliveries they, they 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 all are all the same no matter what the pitch and then when you see like a crazy pitch like they, when they show two overlays of crazy pitches like it's just impossible for some hitters to 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 hit the ball and Manoa was one of those guys and and yeah, his slider they were saying I think breaks something like 21 inches or something like that mm. so is and 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 it breaks one way and they're showing his splitter which breaks the other way so he's he's just got really nasty stuff and he's fun to watch um all right well 
Um, the next game we have would be Friday. Uh, the Jays lost that one, eleven to seven. Although yeah. they they did sort of uh, mount a little bit of a comeback um, to get within three runs, but then yeah, mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. they just fell a little short. Uh, but uh, I think the Astros leading up to that were on like a three game winning streak, right? Well, they played Texas though. They played the Rangers, I think, coming out of that. So yeah. that, that that's a little um, iffy of a win streak when it's on against Texas. But uh, Saturday, um, they won two to one on on Springer's two home runs. He single handedly beat his his former team. So yeah. and that about rounds out the week because we're recording this Sunday morning. So we do not n- yet know what happened uh, on Sunday afternoon's game, but. Um, at the very worst, they'll end up with a, with a split. Hopefully, they'll end up with a series win. So, yeah, it's been a good a, another good week for the Jays. Yeah, um, and uh, that actually, the spring, the game yesterday, um, I, I'll get to this later because it more relates to uh, the personal stuff, but I, I heard both of those home runs while driving yesterday. Um, I was doing a lot of driving, so it's nice that I didn't miss. I think actually I also heard the uh, the Astros run, so I didn't miss any of the scoring plays yesterday. So that was nice. Yeah, what um, was it? It was a, a lead off home run. That's I think two lead off home runs. Yes, as, as, at least his second lead off home run of, of, of the season. I want to say. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, that was good. Uh, yeah, I we Krista and I did not get much sleep over the past weekend, so I'm I'm out of sorts. <laughs> this, this 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 podcast. For me, feels feels out of sorts. Well, um, well, let's get into our home run sacrifice strikeout. Um, I'll start with my strikeout. Is that it actually? I think um, relating to yesterday's game and uh, some of the Boston games, but uh, my strikeout is uh, complaining about umpires, and not so much that I don't think it's um, like I I don't have a problem with complaining about umpires, but it just seems like. I see a lot of fans complaining about umpires thinking that they are specifically targeting the Blue Jays. But then if you look at every other fan base, they all, all fans think that they're being specifically targeted. I think there was a, um, I think it was the Tuesday Red Sox game, which everyone uh, that Pavetta was started, I think that was Tuesday. Um, but uh, the there was, I, I saw at least two strikes for P- that, Pavetta through that were called as balls and I looked the next day at that umpire scorecard Twitter account and the replies there's there was at least uh you know there was one that said it was rigged for the Blue Jays and one that said it was rigged for Boston and it's like it's it's not worth complaining about the umpires thinking that it's your team is is uh it it the or that they're rigged against the Blue Jays or whatever. Like, I think it's fine to complain about the umpires in the context of bringing in robot umpires, but just to complain about them thinking that they're out to get your own team uh, is is uh, not worth the time. They're, they're all well, bad. That, that's, that's an amazing feat that they're able to be biased against all teams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, and I've, I've been thinking of, uh, of unfollowing that uh, scorecard account because it, it doesn't really give me anything useful and i don't really want to feel like complaining about umpires again if i really really want to find out how good or bad an umpire was to validate my own opinion then i can look it up later but i don't think i need to see it in my feed every day yeah i don't know um i think that umpires should be held accountable for if they have if, if they are making bad calls um at the same time uh like 
I don't know what ro- like what a robot ump is going to look like calling balls and strikes. I think that that there just needs to be a way, and I've, 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 maybe I've said this before on the podcast, just to take the umpires' egos out of the equation. Um, and because like, because you know part of the beauty of baseball is having like not necessarily a uh, a set strike zone as long as they're calling the strike balls and strikes consistently on both sides that's that's okay i guess um uh, yeah i mean those scorecards they do show the umpire's consistency like the overall consistency meaning i think like what it's measuring is how consistent his strike zone was so it's not so it's like if a if a ball if if a pitch is a strike for one team it's a strike or in one part of the zone, it's always a strike, that kind of consistency, as yeah. opposed to like, you know, one one inning, it's a ball and one inning, it's a strike, even though it's in the same location. Well, yeah, but they'll show, they'll show if, 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 uh, like a team w- was, was favored by like, I forget what the exact n- name that they call it, but like they say like, oh, like this team, uh, had a, a, plus one yeah, like run expectancy run. or something like yeah, that yeah. it's yeah. yeah it's uh i don't know it, it's it's more of like an interesting thing to look up but i i've it's long since uh I, i'm not really interested in it anymore uh it's not it doesn't really change the outcome of the game and and i'm sure major league umpires are not looking at them either i i think even one fan i saw a post on social media one fan printed out the score, the uh, umpire scorecard for one of the games that was really bad. Yeah, they tried to bring it into and the game. They weren't they allowed. Could, like they could, yeah. they were. They basically had to check it at the door and pick it up at the end. They weren't allowed to bring it into the stands. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. No, I'm, that's I'm, my strikeout. I'm, I'm all for for umpires calling the game consistently and fairly. Then that that you know, and and I find that the um, older umpires aren't the greatest at that. The younger, um, uh, the the more younger and you know umpires not i'm not saying inexperienced but the younger umpires are, are better at that um so they just they just need to be held accountable yeah hey right, what's your All strikeout right, so my, my strikeout is um are things going too well for the for the blue jays like they they they've, they've won all, they've won all the games like they've, they've there's all these like one run games and they've all the comeback wins and everything that they've 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 they've, they've pulled out and and like it seems like things are, are going to luck is going to change at some point, and it, 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 and it just seems that thing, things are going too well for the Jays. Well, uh, I, I see what you mean, and but you mentioned luck is I don't really feel like there's been a lot of instances of luck in the Blue Jays' wins. Not not the majority. But look of at them. the lineup that they're playing. Well, like it's, well yeah, it's I know, a, but it's a defensive replacement lineup because of injury right now in, in the in the bottom half. You know, but. I don't know when when I think of like the the losses last year, like there there just seemed to be a lot of bounces that didn't go the Blue Jays' way, and I mean there's I think this week there were a few where like uh, I saw one where um, the Jays got a an infield hit because it hit the pitcher and ricocheted to towards third base, and you know th- that I'd say is a lucky hit just because of how where it landed. I mean, lucky for the pitcher too, because I don't think he got injured on that, but um, that's, that's the kind of play where I think the, the Jays might be getting lucky, but I haven't seen a lot of that happening. Um, like I'm, I think I'm, they're, well, they're working my... for their, they're working for their runs, even though they're not getting a lot of offense for the majority of the games, but, um, and their pitching has been good. So I don't think that it's 
luck that's winning them games. I, I guess I'm just bracing myself for the. the They've bad already got luck. the bad luck the, with the, the injuries. Injuries, yeah, the injuries that are that are inevitable. Like like we had some a close call with with Vladdy, like I was saying before, and 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 I guess um, Teoscar is, is, is Hernandez is working his way yeah. back, and Ryu and, and Ryu and Jansen were working on the weekend too. So like and I've Ryu heard was pitching about... and Jansen was catching him. So. That's... Yeah, I've heard good things about Nate Pearson as well. I guess he's still experiencing some weakness from his his bout of mono, but uh, so so it's it's just maybe this is just what it looks like to 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 uh, knock on wood uh, uh, have a be watching a championship caliber uh, baseball team baseball season, you know? Yeah, I guess we'll we'll have to stick around and and actually watch the games. Uh, so my sacrifice uh, is actually the one run games. Um, I think I'm trying to, I, I wrote that down and I didn't write any context with it in my notes, but um, I think more or less just the fact that I'm, you know, I'm happy that they're winning these games, but uh, I, th- I basically, I think it's the same thing I said last week. Like it would be nice for the offense to provide a little more support for the pitchers. Um, I'm, I saw in yesterday's broadcast when I switched to TV from radio um they were mentioning how like one of them asked Charlie Montoyo how like how concerned is he about Jordan Romano getting all sorts of starts but he brought up the the notion or the uh the fact that he's most of his outings have been less than 20 pitches so I, I don't know I I think uh I think I would like to see more offense and so would everybody else but I I think more importantly um they need to uh, you be able to use the the their relievers in fewer high leverage situations. Yes, and that, in that sense, work. that's 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 a little nerve wracking. But at the same time, you know, one run games are especially when the Jays end up on the winning side are are fun games to watch. You know, they're yes. suspenseful. I, you know, you like, know I don't and, wanna, like I don't want to see all blowouts for the whole season. You know, no. Um, but I I did uh, I did uh, talk to somebody yesterday on Twitter and say that you know. Like, cause his, his comment was that, um, you know, it's, it's nerve wracking. It's to have all this happening in April, but I said, you know, on the other hand, I'm a lot more confident with the Jays holding a one run lead this year compared to last year. Uh, yes, like, that's, that's definitely true. Just things were just, were not going the blue Jays way and their bullpen wasn't nearly as good. So, um, yeah, that that's, I think that pretty much lays it down as a good reason to list it as a sacrifice is the the one run games okay uh well my my i was talking about this before but my sacrifice is is vladdy's injury scare you know like it's just you know him missing a game because of uh being hit by a pitch is just like he is uh the most valuable player (laughs) for the blue jays in the league he is the most valuable player to have him not play a game because of injury is 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 a scary thing to 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 think about to contemplate to to think about like what the lineup would look like without vladdy in (laughs) like who who would be who would you slot in at number three if well who who did they slot in at number three when vladdy was in i don't even know but i would guess uh guriel at the moment yeah, and and he's he's still kind of not at the at peak Gurrielness <laughs> that he can be, um, you know, like like uh, Matt Chapman can hit home runs, but he's you know he's more uh, uh, valuable as as a defender at this point. Um, Bo Bichette still still kind of starting slow. Like I might even consider 
would be out of his comfort zone though um putting springer in the number three spot you know like he's he's been the most consistent hitter so far this year uh aside from from vladdy yeah i guess i i you know now that i think of it that might have been what they they well no that I was when keep, springer was talking. out I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna look up the the, the, the results yeah because the only time i remember springer not leading off he was actually not playing so i i thought that for a minute that they maybe led someone off that wasn't Springer, but I don't. No, think it was, was it case. was Springer leading off. Yeah. Uh, I think that's just where he likes to be in his most in, in his most comfort. You want to keep him in the comfort zone, I, I suppose. Uh, Guriel, you're right. Guriel was in the number number three spot. Um, uh, yeah. So so, but you know, just looking at the lineup, one thing that is a, a strength for the Jays um, has been so far this year the catching position, which is odd considering the injuries. Like um, maybe not so so much defensively. Uh, for Zach Collins, but he's definitely uh, hitting hitting well, um, so that that's good. Yeah, um, and I guess the good thing is that uh, when Jansen comes back, it'll be even uh, it will be even better. Um, although now I'm not sure. I, I'm still not sure about Kirk. Like I, I have the feeling that he's going to be traded at some point, but uh, he's 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 like he. I guess he has a really high contact rate. Something like. Like the high eighty percent, like he 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 hits a lot of he hits the ball well, but he hasn't hit a lot of extra bases so far. The uh, extra base hits so far this this year. Um, my concern um, at with all these early injuries at the start of the year is that it's taking the players kind of out of their their rhythm, out of their uh, preparedness uh, from spring training, and they're gonna kind of have to get started back up again. Um, and 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 it's, they might just have slow starts coming back from injuries. Yeah, I guess that that would be a good thing that you know the Blue Jays have put themselves in a, a good position with this first month of the season, um, so that they have a little bit they can afford to lose some ground a little bit uh, with players getting back into game shape um, and in nicer weather too. So yeah, yeah, um, um, the, but the, yeah, like the, the Yankees are, are kind of matching them win for win. So that's 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 tough. Um, did you give your home run already? No, uh, I can go into that next. So my home run actually is uh, a player and probably not what you expect. Uh, my home run is uh, Rymel Tapia. Um, oh, OK. I was I was looking, you know, well, I, so I actually did some some minor research into this because um, my feeling was that he's been playing fairly well over the last 10 games or so. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you said, he got the the sack fly in that uh, 10th inning win. Um, he's, I, I, I feel like he's not hitting the ball real hard, but he's getting on base. Uh, I just checked his stats and he's, he only has three stolen bases, which is surprising. I thought he would have had more, but um I just looked in the last 10 games, um, his average is for the most part around 230 or higher. Uh, for the season, he's 243. Uh, he had 12 hits in the last 10 games. Like, uh, I mean, yesterday was the first game in the last 10, uh, or sorry, when, let's see. In the last seven games, uh, he's only had two games without a hit. And, um, and that was yesterday april 30th and then actually against houston that was the last time april 23rd so he's been he's been working he's getting on base what, what's his on base do you have that number there um 
I, I can give you his overall on base percentage, uh, two sixty. So oh, okay. he's he's getting on base, um, and he's he's playing very well defensively too. Like he's made quite a few, uh, you know, very very good defensive plays, and he's only playing in right field for the most part. But um, I don't know. As far as a, he's basically a fill in player because he's wasn't meant to be he's starting so many games. He's supposed to be a fourth yeah. outfielder. Yeah. So the you know, he's he's basically performing up well above my expectations and and I think last week I was actually kind of down on Tapia because he didn't seem to be doing very much and but this last I think he was week, my strikeout last week. Yeah. The, well, this last week he's he's just done a whole lot and I just his last 10 games have have been have uh, the stats show that I think so. It's my home yeah. run. And speaking of of, of uh, extra outfielders, um, recently the uh, there was some news that Dexter Fowler mm. uh, started uh, uh, in the in, in AAA. Uh, I think he had like three for three at the plate, so he's 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 ramping things up. So maybe he might make a push for uh, some 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 playing time or to be called up as well. So so that's interesting. Um my home run uh for for the week, I mentioned this before as well, is, is Barry Jose Barrios's uh uh pace of play. So just just like just watching like I'm a musician. I, I notice things like like rhythm. Just watching him uh uh just work quickly and efficiently and, and doing it well um is is just really uh fun flavor of baseball to watch. Yeah, um, I'll agree with that. I mean, I haven't seen him actually seen him pitch very many games this year, but uh, um, I don't know. It just just happens to be the games that I watch. I don't think he's pitched in. So, yeah, no, he's. He, um, I I I try to like to, to the only pitcher that I really haven't gotten a good look at uh, Kikuchi a little bit, but I haven't got, gotten a good look at uh, Gossman's outings. But he's been pitching well as, as well lately. Um, it's just he usually ends up like winding up pitching on the day games during the week which I'm, I'm taking care of the kids so i can't really watch them too closely but i so I'm, i want i want to get a good good look at gossman at some point uh but yeah barrios is is barrios is very fun to watch and at, when, when players are, are when, when pitchers are, are efficient and and uh quick they they uh, I, and, and it's fun like the pace of play uh is, is a really great rhythm uh to watch Okay. Well, I think uh, I think that's it. Although I see you have an extra listing here, so uh, yeah, yeah, I some errors that. for for last last week. I I mentioned that uh, Simber closed out the Saturday game. I was, sorry, I mentioned that Romano closed out the Saturday game, and it was actually uh, Simber who closed that one out. Uh, and then um, I, I think I mentioned that Jimmy Garcia didn't pitch when he did. So those were my errors that I, I must atone for uh, from last week's episode. Well, I didn't pick up on that at all, so uh, I, that's, uh, I guess, good uh, good on you for for picking up on it. I guess I didn't. It's really... a, it's a, it's important. It's important to own up to your mistakes and learn from them. All right. Well, we have other Jay's notes to go over here. Um, well, let's do the weekly poll first. Cause, cause oh yeah, this, sorry, I skipped over that. This so. didn't get uh, a lot of run, but the weekly poll question because you didn't you said you didn't really notice it was. Um, Oh, and I just noticed a typo. Speaking of errors, I, uh, 
I said bow instead of the word now. Um, now that Bill Burr uh, is a believer, who's the next Red Sox celebrity fan to embrace the hype for this Blue Jays team? Because uh, famous, uh, there was a big uh, tweet that Bill Burr, um, uh, he's a comedian. Um, he was in uh, The Mandalorian, if you're not uh, familiar with his comedy. Um, he mentioned, he's like, these Blue Jays are for real or something in a tweet. So um, I was wondering which celebrity Red Sox fan will 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 is the next believer. So uh, I, I mentioned John Krasinski, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, or Mark Wahlberg. Who would be your pick? Um, well, I I don't know any really celebrity Red Sox fans, so I probably of wouldn't have four, answered that anyway. You don't know who John – you don't watch The Office? You don't no. watch movies? Well, I, I'm not really familiar with John Krasinski. Um, let's say uh, – so Mark Wahlberg doesn't strike me as a big baseball fan at all, so I'm not going to go with Mark Wahlberg. Uh, well, you know, you know what? I'll, I'll go with Mark Wahlberg because I don't think he's a very big baseball fan. I feel like his his uh, his allegiances might change a little easier. So there's my answer. Yeah, well, for me, I kind of felt like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are, are – impossible to impossible to be swayed they're 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 red Sox lifers and and john krasinski um uh had during the 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 pandemic had this very positive oriented uh youtube show i uh, i forget what it was called but it was all just about uh i think the good news show or something like that good news uh so i figured he he would uh kind of get cut up a little bit in the in the positivity of this uh blue jays uh story so so i I picked john krasinski as my uh, celebrity to be to be swayed by these uh, uh jays all right well i guess we will we will see what happens if any other celebrities uh, Red Sox fans or otherwise come out in support of the Blue Jays. Um, yeah, maybe maybe, maybe um, Billy Crystal will uh, take a break from the Yankees this this weekend to, uh, this this week to, uh, to 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 appreciate the Blue Jays as well. I, I don't see that happening. But anyway, no? <laughs> uh, okay. So let's let's go over the the Jays notes then. Um, mm. I guess this is related to the Red Sox, right? This first note. Oh yeah. Well, for the series, the Red Sox had two players miss. Um, uh, the series, uh, Tanner Houck and Cutter Crawford uh, were placed on the restricted list. I never really heard of Cutter Crawford. Tanner Houck was a, 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 a reliever, I guess. Um, I was a bit surprised, actually, that o- only two players made that list. So that, that's, I guess, a good thing. Well, and, uh, and uh, um, Cora was he missed had the COVID. first two games with, yeah, because he had COVID. I'm surprised that he actually came back to manage was it the last two or just the last last game? I think the last two. I think the last two. Um, I, I I just still can't believe that that players would still like ch- choose not to be vaccinated. Like it's just be a, being a bad teammate. I, I just can't. I, I wonder what their teammates kind of see see them as. Like if to to they do they are they disappointed or to the, you know like it just I can't imagine um, that going over well in, in a clubhouse. Yeah, I don't know. We're not. Uh... We're not into those uh, discussions, I guess. Um, nope, nope. So next, next note. Uh, oh, Sacito is on the injured list. Yeah, I didn't he know was that. pitching. Um, I guess it was Friday night's game, and he uh, came out after two batters because he something like I guess like his his hip or something was was bothering him. Um, so they brought up uh, Bowden Francis uh, from from AAA. So so uh, to replace him on the roster. So yeah, just uh, you know. Uh, 
Sacedo is not like the top of the uh, depth chart in relievers, but he's not the worst in the world either. He he, he kind of kind of comes in uh, if the Jays are behind usually. Um, so it's just you know uh, it's gonna happen. Uh, uh, pitchers relief pitchers are gonna get injured, but uh, just hopefully he'll get over that pretty soon. And luckily it's not an arm problem. It's it's, it's something to do with his, yeah. his, his his hip. I think it was. Well, that's that's good. Uh, yeah. Any other Jays notes or uh, are we going? To I didn't really. Didn't really come across too many Jays notes. Like I mentioned, the Dexter Fowler news. Um, there was a player that they brought up uh, who, if he actually ends up playing in a game, it would be his major league debut. I forget his name, though. Um, so there's that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that, Unknown that, player makes major league debut. Got Unknown it. player makes, yeah. So, so yeah, it'll be like a, a field of dreams situation. Um, no, that, that's there wasn't much like as far as like, transaction or or, or 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 you know rumors or anything about the Jays this week. It was a pretty pretty quiet week news wise for the Jays, I guess. You know, like the that the winds took uh spoke for themselves. Okay. Well um this next point I didn't hear anything about it, but apparently you're saying that there's been uh that there's a, a Nashville expansion group uh that's making the news. Well people like I listen to a lot of podcasts, as we all know, and and a couple of different podcasts have been mentioning this this Nashville um, expansion group. Um, actually, recently it uh, was announced that um, ex Blue Jay former um, Oakland A Dave Stewart was added to uh, the uh, the I guess the ownership uh, group. But like they're talking about wanting to expand to Nashville, um, and I just don't understand why they would choose. Well, I, Nashville is an exciting city, I guess, but as far as market size montreal is the next biggest market that they could uh expand to really like montreal is is dying for baseball and they're the second largest city in canada and one of the largest cities in north america well i i guess the only thing i can think of is maybe just because in nashville in the area they've already got they've got a hockey team and a football team um I know Montreal has has the uh, the Canadians, but and they're much bigger than the Nashville Predators. But I, I just wonder if they're looking at um, just the the sports market, not necessarily the size of the city. Well, I I, I think that would be a little, um, I guess. I, I don't want to use the word foolish, but I can't think of a different word like unwise, maybe because like. You can't look at the other like it's it's. I guess you 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 would look at the other teams in the market based on how they're they're um, performing um, financially and how they're how they're um, filling the stadium. That's what you'd look at. But more importantly, is the market size. Um, um, I guess if they can support those, like if maybe can Nashville only support an NFL team and uh, an NHL team? They have a Triple A team. Um, the the Nashville sounds, but maybe maybe a, a, a adding a baseball team to that market would 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 push them over the edge, you know. Maybe be too yeah. much to to support. I don't know. Um, okay, what uh, what do you got next here? I'll let you talk oh, yeah. about this one because I yeah. don't know anything about it. <laughs> I I um, started a new baseball uh, read called a book called Stumbling Around the Bases by Andy McHugh. Um, it's basically about uh, the mismanagement of the American League, um, basically up until around like, oh, I'm not, well, I'm not sure how far it goes. Maybe up in, until the 80s or 90s, 
Um, so it's it's just an interesting read, and it the the, the American League basically was was like three steps behind. Uh, the National League in most decisions, like especially when it came to things like like integrating the game, uh, the the American League teams were much more stubborn and, and racist about wanting to, to to incorporate black players onto their teams, and they were just kind of more like following the lead of what the 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 National League was doing as far as like um, uh, moving teams like expanding to the West Coast, and and they were more reactive. Than proactive, I guess you could say. I haven't finished the book yet. I'm about like maybe two thirds of the way through. But um, I, w- I was um, reading Craig Calcaterra's uh, weekly newsletter on Thursday. He sends that Thursdays is like free day, so that's what I subscribe to. Um, and he was talking recently in the news. Um, the A's um, owner uh, and president, uh, the A's owner John Fisher and President Dave Caval. Um, they were talking about um, – let's see. I'll just read it out, what, what he said from the newsletter. He said, um, the Oakland A's have taken a great deal of flack over the past couple of weeks because of historically low attendance at home games. The flack, however, is not attendance shaming for its own sake. It's being discussed in the context of team president Dave Caval and team owner John Fisher working overtime to alienate A's fans by mounting an extended campaign to move the team to Las Vegas while bad-mouthing Oakland and B – jacking up ticket prices at the Coliseum and see trading away the team's best uh, players. So, so yeah, they're, um, it's funny because like, it seems like they're doing exactly what um, old Oakland A's owner, Charlie Finley was doing uh, back in the sixties uh, when the A's mm-hmm. were in Kansas city. Um, he was basically like actively the moment he, he bought them, um, uh, he was actively trying to move them out of Kansas city and and just doing doing things exactly like this um, to to try to get them out. Like it was it was um, famously like the people would call the Oakland A's like the New York Yankees uh, farm team because all the good players of the A's would be traded away to the the Yankees like Roger Maris and 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 people like that. Um, and eventually, once they moved to Oakland, which um, may or may not have been a wise move at that at that time. Uh, it was when they started to to be more of a, a winning team and kept on to yeah. kept hold of their players. And now they're a farm team again. Yeah, well, yeah, like they're they're still like I think they've got a respectable, somewhat record compared to like compared to teams like uh, like the Rangers in in their division. Let's just take a quick well, look. Well, I, I think uh, I remember hearing that uh, Oakland was one of the surprising teams this year. Yeah, they're they're one records. game under five five hundred at this point. They're ten and eleven. Um, but I, I can't imagine that is going to sustain itself just because they, they don't have a very good lineup. They've traded away all their good players. Uh, so I'm not sure what, uh, it's going to look like at the end of the year, but, uh, like for instance, even, even somehow the angels right now are leading the, the West division. So, so, you know, it's, it's very, it's too early to, 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 to say anything about these, what, what, whether these teams are, are real or not, but, uh, yeah. Not too uh, early to say though, that we are enjoying the blue Jays in first place in the AL East. Um, yeah, well, when, when you're a contending team, you need to bank as many wins as you can get, I suppose. Um, you mentioned uh, Kansas City, um, the Royals, not the Kansas City A's, but the Royals, they put out their new City Connect jersey. I think they might have worn it last night, actually. I happened they, yeah, to stumble I think across they did. I think they did. Uh, the uh, Yankees-Royals game, and it looked like they were wearing them. But um, I, I like these ones. I like them better than those Washington jerseys you sent earlier. Well, the, the, uh, I like uh, the simplicity of them. 
um, the, 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 the font uh, of the KC um, is, I, I guess, um, in homage to, they've got like a, a fountain uh, that, that is kind of designed that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like I like the the the, the number uh, font. It's very round, and the, and and the the word word mark as well. So yeah, no, they did a good job. Um, I, I think I've heard people mention this, this before, and I, I agree. Like the only the only knock, and it's I like the color. I like the, the navy blue, and I think that's maybe a um, an homage to to the Negro League teams as well. Is that a lot of teams have used navy blue as a mm-hmm. as a as a color in their in their um, City connection. Well, I guess I guess the only knock that I would say is that uh, for it's actually color wise very close to their existing jerseys, whereas most of the City Connect stuff has been a bit of a departure in terms of. Well, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that because, colors, like, like for Washington, yes. For Boston, yes. But you know the and and maybe Arizona as well. But like Dodgers kind of kept their 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 their. their color scheme um white Sox did so so you know like adding that navy blue is is, is an extra um color from their regular scheme because they're normally uh a, a more royal blue and and kind of that i don't know baby blue color that you would uh, or or maybe we'll call it a blue jays new blue uh, well that that color's shade. on the sleeves <laughs> of these new jerseys i see so it is yeah it's yeah. there um okay uh, this i saw this as well this has been making the news um MLB's deadening the balls basically uh yep. offenses down league wide uh yeah so that's that's not good but hopefully No and I was reading a, a Joshian uh newsletter and think about it this way what like what is is major league baseball thinking because they're 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 the whole idea is to increase offense and have more action and more hitting but they're giving – this is another um, example of them giving pitchers kind of a, a head start by deadening the ball. Um, and and uh, earlier this week, the, the even the pitchers actually were complaining about the ball because it's not a consistent product because of the humidors that they've been using. Like by, by, by uh, dehydrating or rehydrating the ball, depending on, on the situation, it's causing like the seams to, to, to go weird and even the balls, and I think in some cases, to, to be misshapen. So the, the – um, Major League Baseball is uh, dropping the ball on the baseball uh, this year so far. Yeah, well, maybe they'll make some adjustments and and things will even out. I don't know. Um, well, the, that's the thing. Like, I don't think that they can make like or they can or they even ethically should make adjustments uh, through the season. They have to like kind of play with what they've got uh, just for for um, just uh, uh, to have like. Uh, a, a, a reliable and and sport to, to to watch. You know, like people are gambling on these games, so you can't change the product midway through. Well, that hasn't stopped baseball before, so I know. But they have to be. The, the thing is, the pro, the problem is that they're not transparent, and they're not doing this in a transparent way. If they're doing it in a transparent way, maybe that's different. But they're not. Okay. They don't traditionally do that. Well, um, I guess we should do uh, our Blue Jays look ahead and then uh, check in with the Twins. Um, sure. Um, but, so what do we – next week we have uh, the, the Yankees. Yankees been, um, the, the, uh, continuing with the tough tough block of Boston, Houston, Boston, Houston. Then uh, We get a new team uh, to play next week. <laughs> well, but we've never we've never seen this team uh, before in Blue Jays history. In fact, it's the yes, Cleveland Guardians. Uh, Cleveland but Guardians. I was more referring to the fact that it's not yes, uh, yes. the Astros, the A's, or an AL East opponent. Um, so it will be nice. It will be nice to see a different team. You are correct, and 
I, I hope that Blue Jays Twitter does not get too saddened over the fact that Jose Ramirez uh, is playing for the other side uh, on the other side. Apparently, of the, he's the, been playing the, pretty well. I heard. Well, he's when a I was good listening player. To the game, he was. Uh, he was. Uh, he's on a on a bit of a tear right now, so that's good. He's he's a good player. Um, um, I'll be interested. Another player I'll be interested to watch. Um, and he's kind of cooled down of late. Is is uh, Cleveland uh, rookie uh, Stephen Kwan? Uh, he started out the season very hot. Uh, not, I don't. I don't think he 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 didn't actually swing at a strike for for uh, quite a quite a while. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, he might. He will be an interesting player to watch as well. But it will be also um, just fun to watch a different team. I think they're in Cleveland for this series. Am I, am I uh, correct? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think the game times yeah. are like there's a six o'clock Eastern start. So that's an I'm, that must be a Cleveland thing because I'm not yeah. sure why they would start at six o'clock on a Thursday, especially anyway. when they're when they're coming into town. But yeah, New York will be arriving in Toronto. Um, I guess on on Monday. Have, have I guess it's been established that they're all all vaccinated, right? Have they yeah. have they come to Toronto since since? Uh, no, I think they. Season? No, they played in New York. I don't think they've. Uh, so this is the first trip to Toronto, to Toronto for the Yankees. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so 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 yeah, like like I said last week, um, the Yankees are all uh, vaccinated according to to, to to news reports. So that's that's a good thing, and it'll be um, good to see the Blue Jays. Um, beat them um at full strength and well maybe the yankees full strength not necessarily the blue jays full strength with all these injuries (laughs) um okay well we were just talking about the the cleveland guardians so sticking with the al central uh we'll check in with our b team the minnesota twins um they they were going into uh yeah the friday's game they were on a seven game win streak uh, April twenty first to twenty eighth. Paying any attention to um, them this week, so that's that's interesting. Yeah, uh, their last ten, they they are eight and two. Uh, their record is now twelve and nine, so they are actually three games ahead of Cleveland in the AL Central. They're number one, so uh, it it seems like they've uh, they've turned things around a little bit from the beginning of the season. Uh, and last night, uh, they continue to do the Blue Jays some favors in the standings. They're playing the Rays this weekend. They beat the Rays last night 9-1, to and apparently uh, Archer looked very good against Tampa Bay last night. So, His former uh, team. Yeah. I, I have something to say about the Twins, actually. Um, I sent you this uh, stat, I think, earlier in the week. Um, Jeff Passan tweeted this out. Um, he said, since 2019, the Twins are 124-73, and uh, with a 230 run, a plus 233 run differential when Byron Buxton plays, mm, yeah, and, and in the games that he hasn't played, they're 94 and 109 and at minus uh, 97. So, and it says in his last 162 games, Buxton has an 8.4 WAR, um, wins above replacement. Um, so yeah, he has been very. So important he's a good player. Defense. Yes, but one thing I want to say, and they, like he basically missed all of last year, and they were not trying to win uh last year they were because of the, because of all the injuries they traded away um jose barrios to the jays like they 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 just for whatever reason had bad luck last year because of injuries or whatever so like using this loss stat uh, stat is maybe a little bit misleading because they 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 were i guess re- retooling last year would maybe be be the the word for what they were doing but they weren't actively trying to be to contend so so yeah so, so yeah well um yeah so that's that's our our twins check-in uh they're, they're well, doing well, very do we well know right who now. they're playing who are they playing this week 
Oh, see, I keep forgetting to look that up. Uh, well, that, today they're going to they're going to finish off uh, against Tampa Bay. Uh, I believe they are. Yeah, they're in Tampa Bay this week. Oh, and they, um, they, you know who they're playing uh, on on Monday? Baltimore. Yeah, so they're yeah. they're playing the Orioles uh, for uh, four, games. four games, and then and the then A's. the and then the A's. So they've got a relatively easy week from the looks of it. Yeah, and unfortunately, that means that they won't be helping out the Blue Jays very much, other than to keep the Orioles down at the bottom of the AL East, but. Uh, that's that's okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that that that's that's the twins check in. And by the way, I guess we might have some some new listeners. We didn't really explain our our like the twins are our, our B team. Uh, we 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 just interesting to not to to focus on another team except for the Jays. L- last year it was because the Jays had a, a player, uh, Tanner Roark, who we didn't want to watch, so we needed to follow a different team. But this but. We'll, we'll retire the Tanner Roark talk because he's, I think, out of the league anyways. But it's nice to follow a different team and have um, a rooting interest in more than more than one one team and more than one story. Yeah. And, and speaking of that, we ha- there was a third team that we have sort of a, we have a rooting interest uh, locally. Um, so we're going to go to our Titans, our Ottawa Titans check in now. Um, so I had the chance this week. Um, or on Friday to spend uh, the afternoon in Titan at Titans training camp. They just started it, I guess, on Thursday. I think it was Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I just want to give a big uh, thanks to the Titans team and to David De CPO for for you know giving me the access there. I I was you know it was, it was very uh, interesting, uh, very cool to be like you know just standing on the field watching the the players um to go through all their all their um you know their their batting practice their fielding drills um i missed the uh pitching uh the pitchers uh working on their bullpen sessions uh um it was just interesting to watch to be kind of a fly on the wall and, and see what's what 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 happens um yeah um so I, I had the chance to talk to a few players i talked to um david mayberry uh luke navigato and elliot curtis um, and as well, I, I sat down for for a quick interview with with uh, uh, Bobby Brown as well. So that was that was interesting. Um, one thing that was sort of the arc amongst those three players is that, and and I'm sure for all the players that are coming through Ottawa is that um, Ottawa is just the next step in a in a in a long journey for them. Mm. You know, like it's interesting to listen to those interviews and see where all these players were coming from. Like David Mayberry uh, came came out of Florida. Uh, Luke Navigado came out of uh, Riverside, California. Elliot Curtis uh, came uh, uh, Waterloo, uh, and he played university ball. And you know, Bobby Brown is a baseball lifer as well. So it's just a lot, like, and one of the players I forget his name, but there's a Japanese player that uh, just came into town. Um, oh yeah, he was he was uh, doing batting practice. Um, and, um, you know, there, we've got, a, uh, we, there's, there's, there's still some players who have yet to, to reach camp because of visa issues. So they're, they're coming from all over the, the baseball world. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think even leading up to camp, yeah, just, I was just seeing that they, they keep adding new players to the roster. So, uh, it's, it sounds like everything's, uh, filling out quite nicely. Um, they yeah. played a game in Cornwall. I saw that on social media. An exhibition. Yeah, against yeah. the Cornwall River Rats. I guess they're like an, an national capital baseball league team, kind of like a, 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 a what's the word? Like an amateur. Yeah, uh, it's adult not a professional league. league definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you you pay to play. 
uh, <laughs> yeah, I've considered uh, trying to join, but I don't have the time, and I, it's, it's hard to kind of because um, it'd be fun to play baseball again, but it's hard to kind of like latch onto a team because <laughs> also I'm not I'm, I'm sure that I'm not good at baseball anymore. <laughs> well, I, I think it's it's uh, sometimes hard to 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 join a team because mo- a lot of the times I think they have like a set a set roster and there's only a few yeah, openings yeah. here and there anyway um maybe i should like consider being a mascot or something <laughs> so they start uh next saturday in quebec to start the season that's yeah or, or is it the season or exhibition yeah, that's, the, that's the that's the season opener they're doing exhibition games this week mostly on the road there's one home game i'm not sure which game is at home i couldn't find it on the schedule um just some interesting notes they're 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 you know like in previous years it's kind of been like as far as like seating at the stadium it's been kind of a a one you know like a general admission a yeah general admission but they're, they're actually like going to be per like specific uh seating seated uh per, for your ticket to this yeah year. i guess that'll be different for uh for fans to get used to again uh because I, I'm sure there'll be lots of people moving around. I don't know how strict well, yeah. the team's going to yeah, be. I, I, well, like it'd be amazing if they could fill the stadium for games, but I'm I'm sure like throughout the year there will be um there will be some some empty seats because it's a ten thousand or whatever the capacity of the stadium is. Yeah. Um, they the, when, while I was at the game, they were doing lots of like construction work on the actual stadium because you know it's it does it it's been unused for a little while, so it does need a little bit of work. I don't I didn't get the chance to ask, but they were like removing some seats from the stadium, so I don't know mm-hmm. if they're going to be replacing them or refurbishing them or what. But they're they're actively doing well, construction. The field itself, I I happened to see, I drove by a few times, saw on social media. It looks good. Uh, yesterday they had the the sprinkler going, so. Uh, that's, uh, they're, they're making sure the grass is all nice and ready to go. So I, I think the yeah. field will look nice once they get into, especially yeah, no, the, now with the weather turning a, a lot warmer than yeah, that. No, the field, the field is, 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 looks ready to me for sure. Um, just some notes about some of the, uh, things we're talking about in, in the interview coming up. Um, it was interesting. I was watching when I was watching batting practice, um, uh, they would they would they would hit in the cage and for for a couple uh, swings and then they their the the manager Bobby Brown would bring the player just to the side of the cage and throw lob tennis balls at the player and that was a, a an interesting little um, exercise that he developed in training camp um, to, to to for them to work on off speed uh, pitching so to mm. kind of just uh, mix up the view so that's something that we talked about in, in the interview. Um, All right. Well, why don't we just uh, get into. Uh, um... Play the play the interviews. We'll we'll get right into it. Yeah. So uh, enjoy. And thanks again. Thanks again to the Titans. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to uh, the start of the year. I think May twenty fourth. I want to say is the home opener. So uh, I, I'll, I'll tr- I will try to uh, make my presence there. It's it's difficult weekdays with the family, but I think I will try to. Uh, 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 I'll 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 try my best to be at that game. I think it'll be uh, a fun game and an exciting game to be at. With the, uh, it'll be a pretty big crowd. I'm hoping. My name is David Mayberry. What position do you play? First base. Okay. Um, what brought you here to Ottawa? What's your journey been in, in baseball? Um, I had a good season last year in Ogden and. I had been in contact with Bobby, really liked Bobby last year when I had talked to him. He seemed like a great manager, uh, right intentions, wanted to win a championship. I thought he'd get me better and um, seemed like a great fit. 
and so far, I think the same. <laughs> no, so from Ogden to Ottawa, um, it's a pretty different uh, environment here. How would you describe uh, Ottawa as a city so far? Ottawa is beautiful. I mean, I'm from Florida, okay. so I'm a smaller city in Florida. I basically lived in the South my whole life, so this is all different mm -hmm. for me. But yesterday, I went to a hockey game. Um, had poutine for the first time. I mean, it was just an incredible experience. I mean, I've loved the Canadian experience so far. How did you like your poutine? I loved it. Yeah, I got traditional, and I don't think you can go wrong with that. No, I know. I, mean, I, I was I was doing some grocery shopping the other day, and they're having macaroni and cheese that's poutine flavored here in Ottawa. So, oh wow, <laughs> you're gonna have to try that out. Um, what would you say is your like? Who? What player is? Would you model yourself after? Um, growing up, it was like a mix between Manny Ramirez and David Ortiz. Mm -hmm. You know, my name's David. I play first base, David Ortiz, like that first first base DH, that's what I do. Mm -hmm. But Manny Ramirez was a right-handed hitter, and, like, I'm a right-handed hitter, so it's kind of, like, just between those two growing up, that's what I idolize and stuff. Very cool. All right, good luck for the, for the season. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. What's your name, first of all? It's Elliot Curtis. Elliot Curtis, and what position do you play? I'm an infielder. I kind of play all over. Everywhere. Okay, if you could pick one position, what would it be? Uh, second base. Second base, okay. Um, and where are you from? From Waterloo, Ontario. Waterloo, Ontario. What brings you to Ottawa? What's your journey been for baseball? Uh, well, uh, so I grew up in Waterloo, high school baseball there, uh, four years of college ball, and then uh, was with Quebec last season and now here in Ottawa. Where did you play college ball? Uh, well, I went to Middle Tennessee as a freshman, mm -hmm. and then Columbia State Community College my second year, and then University of Kentucky my junior and senior year. Okay. Um, now, if you could compare yourself to, a, like, a Major League Baseball player, what would your, your playing style be? Uh, I've always kind of looked up and modeled my game after Ian Kinsler. Okay. Yeah. And what, uh, what, what, is, what's, what are your impressions so far of, of Ottawa as a city? I love it. I've never really spent much time here. Uh, it's, I love the stadium, obviously. It's great. And then I uh, was out in the city uh, yesterday and love what I see. And finally, just as, as a baseball community, what's Waterloo like? How, does, how is it? Uh, like, I've never heard of Waterloo as a baseball city. What, can you describe it at all? Um, yeah, so, I mean, it was um, pretty normal, like uh, Southwestern Ontario baseball. And then uh, I switched over to the Ontario Terriers and the uh, GTA as I... Uh, took things a little bit more seriously before I went down to the U.S. Okay, great. Thank you. Okay, first of all, what's your name? Uh, Luke Navigato. What's your position? Uh, second base. Second base? Second second baseman in a row to interview. <laughs> um, where are you from? Uh, Riverside, California, so Southern California area. So that's kind of a long way from Ottawa. How, how did you, to, what's your journey been to, to get here? So I actually went to college in California, played there four years. And then after I was done, uh, Bobby Brown, the head coach here, um, had some contacts with him. So last year I played in uh, Missoula in Montana and then um, traded over here and just really excited to be in Ottawa. What's Missoula like? Because I, I, when I hear, like, I didn't realize Missoula was in Montana, but that sounds like, do, do, like, do the balls fly out? Is it high elevation? Is it, is it a good home run city? Um, yeah, so that whole league kind of in that area, yeah, high elevation. So the ball does fly there. The parks are a little smaller. Um, but weather-wise, um, right when we got out there, it was cold just like it kind of was there here mm -hmm. in Ottawa. Mm -hmm. And then a couple weeks in, it cooled down. and It was nice out there. We enjoyed it. Very cool. Um, what player would you say you style yourself after? Um, I mean, being a short kind of guy, I've always looked up to Dustin Pedroia from the Red Sox. Kind of try to emulate my game closest to him. So 
yeah, he's kind of somebody I look so up would you to. So would you say you're sort of like a gritty player? Yeah, gritty, kind of grinding. Yeah, hopefully just anything I could help the team kind of win out here. So, yeah, anything that they need me to do. All right, great. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Appreciate Thanks. it. All right, so I am here with Bobby Brown, manager of the Ottawa Titans. Um, so what are your impressions of just the city so far, just being here? Well, haven't really been able to get out. Just been here, you know, about 24 hours. Um, but it's it's a beautiful city. Uh, weather, you know, the weather was nice today, and we're, I'm looking forward to going out and seeing the, the, the city this summer for sure. Okay. Um, I was talking to David Mayberry, and he said he had uh, poutine for the first time. Have you uh, tried poutine yet, or is it uh, too much of a whirlwind for you? No, I, I haven't. No, okay. Um, now, I, was on, I, I had no idea how uh, players are recruited, but I was talking to Davide, and he was saying that, I guess, you, the coaching staff is in charge of doing all like the, the, the player moves. So how does that work? Because it seems like there's only a, a, pretty, a small group of, of guys in charge of that. Uh, what do you mean in charge of it? Well, just like finding players, scouting players, trading for players. Yeah, no, it's just, it's just networking um, with other independent league clubs, uh, college coaches, scouts, agents, um, like I said, other independent league managers, and, um, it, you know, it's, it's just really, um, it's a, you know, 12-month-a-year job mm-hmm. um, that you got to stay on just like the player personnel guys in the big leagues. They do the same thing. We're just doing it at this level. So do you have some guys that you've kind of brought along from different uh, clubs uh, throughout the, the past few years? Or? Yeah, yeah. No, a lot of these guys have played independent ball. Some of them played in major league organizations. Some of them are straight out of college. It's, mm-hmm. it's the beauty of independent ball. It's, you know, you can have a major league guy and a college guy on the same roster. So Yeah, yeah. Um, now, I've just got a, like a – this is just a curiosity question. I guess maybe it might, might be – determined by the amount of coaching you have but do you coach from the bench or from third base because i've seen both like depending I, on the i've level. done both yeah um i think i'm going to coach their base here though okay is that just a, a a practical thing or is there is there like a reason behind that um it just depends on the makeup of your your coaching staff you mm-hmm. know like if um you know if you're if you're you know wanting to make you know every single pitching decision it's a little bit easier from the dugout mm-hmm. you know but if you have a you know your pitching coach is really good at it too then it makes it easier for the manager to go out to coach their base. So I learned today that the pitching coach is Tom Carcione. Is that his yeah, name? Carcione. Can you give me a little bit of background on him? Uh, Tom you know, was my coach back in 1999 when he got done playing. and I was uh, playing in Fargo, North Dakota. But um, Tommy went to Texas A&M, um, uh, got drafted by Oakland, played with them for five or six years, uh, played you know, five or six years in independent ball, uh, been coaching in independent ball, been – Assistant coach at the Division One level, head coach at the Division Two level, um, hitting coach in independent ball, just baseball lifer. Um, been with me a long time. We've coached together for, I think this is going on five or six years now. Very cool. Um, and what what about the rest of the coaching staff? How's that round out? Um, that's that's really it for now. We got a, a kid coming in, um, a, a young coach coming in in June uh, named Garrett Fisher. Mm-hmm. He's a graduate assistant at Cal State Fullerton right now. Mm. And they're finishing up. And when they finish up, he's going to come over here. Very cool. Um, now, I don't know if you can answer this. Uh, I guess Baseball Cloud and Yakker Tech are the analytics uh, people behind. Do you, do you get any information from them? Do you use that information at all? Or? Yeah, no. You know, it's, it's, it's becoming more and more prevalent in the game. And uh, a lot of the younger players, they're up to date with that stuff. So, you know, as a coach in the profession, you know, it's kind of your responsibility to have some sort of idea about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you can, you know, try to talk to these players and 
try to use that information to make them better players. Okay. Um, oh, and I was watching today, I was watching you do this tennis ball drill, and they were telling me that you came up with this um, at a training camp. So can you explain that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, uh, something I've been thinking about for a couple years, you know, um, you know, Sometimes in batting practice, you get the same speed in the same location over and over again. It doesn't force guys to make in you know in quick decisions and adjustments with their swing. Um, so I'm I'm hoping that it's you know it'll help these guys challenge them a little bit more during batting practice to prepare them more for ball games. And we're back. That was uh, great to talk to. Uh, those those players and, and Bobby Brown, um, yeah, it's, it's it's also just fun being. Uh, it was neat to be inside of the stadium. I go, oh, here's one thing I forgot to mention. I got to see. I got a sneak peek at their uh, new jerseys, um, and I learned that uh, they'll be wearing red caps at home and black caps for away. Um, their home jerseys are kind of an homage to the to the links. They've got red pinstripes and red sleeves, and their away jerseys are just a solid black. And they've got like a, a, a solid uh, like a mostly solid uh red uh kind of third alternate uh jersey so that so it was neat to be able to to see um to to kind of get inside i've never been uh in a, inside of a clubhouse before so that was that was pretty mm. cool yeah i you know what and i they are posting a lot of like behind the scenes stuff on social media too like they showed the inside of the of the locker room for for the players so it's kind of neat they're being uh doing a lot of fan engagement so that's good to see um, yeah, definitely. Okay, so let's uh we'll finish off with our our personal stuff. So uh who who goes first? Um why don't why don't you go first? Okay. Well, um I'll start with my strikeout, but uh, before I get to that, I'll just do a quick error uh on oh. my part. Um in in Ottawa this weekend there was the whole rolling thunder motorcycle oh, yeah. convoy thing and uh police were very proactive in closing off streets. To, uh, into downtown um, and, and so anyways on Friday night we needed to go pick up uh, a little uh, adapter at a computer store and it was close to 8 o'clock um, it, the store was closing at 8 o'clock and there was one we could go out to in Orleans uh, which is very far east from us or there was the one downtown which is like less than probably about a 10 minute drive so we completely forgot about what was going on and decided to go downtown so we oh, uh, no. we spent 40 minutes uh basically uh turning around leaving the highway and then getting back on to go home so uh that was <laughs> that was the error uh strikeout is just that uh sounds like it's ball. also a strikeout too that could be a, just a strikeout no that that's not a strikeout it wasn't that big of a deal it was only like okay. it could have been a lot longer. Like when we left the the highway, we saw that it was backed up even more than when we got into downtown. So uh, the strikeout though is just that softball was supposed to start this week coming up. We got an email from our captain saying, "Oh, we're starting Monday, May second, and then not even I don't know, sometime not too long after we got an email saying, "Nope, it's it's delayed. The start is the week after uh, strikeout because uh, we're going to be." In Sydney, uh, Nova Scotia, this Friday, we're leaving, and so we're going to miss the first week of softball. So that's a strikeout. Oh well, um, I guess uh, karmically, uh, uh, I, I, I didn't write this down, but Leo's um, t-ball uh, season will start on Saturday. So, so, so there will be some some amateur uh, sports played. Um, we'll see if uh, he actually. Uh, 
plays t-ball because he's you know preschoolers are, are not great at, at structure but we we got him a a, a batting helmet and a, and a baseball glove so uh yeah so so that'll be interesting to watch i'll i'll, I'll hopefully do a little how bit of necessary on is a is a baseball helmet in t-ball though like you're not getting a pitch thrown we, at you well it's not, it's not about the ball it's about the t- the preschoolers uh wielding bats i'm pretty sure mm. <laughs> okay. um so my my strikeout for the week um is uh the hour of 3 a.m because that seems to be the hour when uh, Bo decides that he wants to wake up and this past evening he or morning whatever you want to call it he decided he really wanted to 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 be awake for the morning um and so uh that's not an option (laughs) but uh yeah it was uh made for a very uh difficult uh an early morning for 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 everyone uh so 3 a.m is my is my strikeout yeah well uh i don't have any specific hated hours of the day so uh, i i i I think all early morning hours are are a good strikeout if you're awake and and stuck awake. Um, My sacrifice, uh, I alluded to this earlier in the episode, is that I got to listen to the first uh, about hour and 40 minutes or so of the Jays game yesterday on Saturday. But uh, so it was was nice to be able to hear, uh, you know, Springer's home runs, the leadoff home run. But the it's a sacrifice because I was also spending the whole day driving because ahead of our trip to Nova Scotia next week uh just had to uh drop off our dog with uh Vanessa's family so I met them in North Bay yesterday and so we're going to have to drive back the the following weekend when we return from Sydney uh so uh so yeah that's that's a sacrifice I unfortunately had to drive all day but uh, I got to listen to the Blue Jays game at the end of it yeah driving uh, can can be can can be a little monotonous sometimes. Um, my sacrifice, um, I don't know, maybe maybe it's not quite the word sacrifice, but just baseball as a way of of life. Right now, um, we are potty training Leo, trying to make progress, um, um, and you just got to kind of, I guess, for using adapting baseball to life in this situation is stick with the process. You know, like if you are a pitcher or or a batter, you know, you don't want to adjust your um, you don't want to adjust your your approach uh, just because you have one bad day. So for so same same thing goes for potty training. We got to just keep consistent and keep uh, you know rewarding Leo and, and and trying to get him to go to the potty instead of peeing on the floor. <laughs> um, and uh, stick with the process uh, and 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 just just you know keep at it because you know uh, baseball. Uh, you can adapt, adapt baseball to any any situation in life. I'm pretty sure. There's, I I can't think of any that you can't, but there's probably some. Um, I I guess I just have my home run left. Um, just uh, this just happened last night. Uh, Vanessa is uh, had a related to her uh, being on a board of directors. She um, was they're having they had an on site meeting this weekend at. Uh, and she got a free room at the Hilton Lac Limi. So I stayed over there last night. Did you uh, do any so, gambling? Uh, well, we got vouchers for uh, for fifteen dollars for uh, the slot machine. So we we blew through that. Didn't win anything. Um, but uh, it was a it was a nice, uh, very nice hotel room. It was, had a great view and it was very big. We could see the Parliament buildings that and the Library of Parliament. It was uh, it was very nice and it was nice to also not be. 
downtown Ottawa, and uh, and yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a good time. Now I don't I don't know I don't know if you can admit to this on the podcast, but did, did you steal any towels? Or did, no. Any 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 lacrimy? No, no uh, we we didn't take swag. anything. Oh, okay. I I once when I was a teenager uh, took uh, on, a, on a field trip took a business phone from a hotel. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I don't know if you remember. You were saw in my bedroom, but I had, but I had a multi-line business phone as my, as my, as my uh, phone in my, in my bedroom. I don't remember that. <laughs> um, so my, my home run for the week is I invented a new flavor of pizza. I think. Um, we do our Friday pizza day, and uh, Krista and I were, were brainstorming over a, a yummy kind of pizza, and we came up with um, mango, red onion. Uh, veggie chicken. You could, if you're a meat eater, you could use real chicken, um, and with a drizzle of uh, chimichurri sauce, and it turned out really well. I I was going to uh, raise issue with the the mango, but I guess if I did Why? that, I'd also have to say raise issue with the pineapple on pizza, which which is is good. So I don't know. I guess uh, I guess I'd have to try people, it. But... People give uh, malign uh, incorrectly. Or, or unfairly, uh, fruit on pizza. I, I, I am a pineapple on pizza uh, enjoyer. Um, one of the best pizzas I ever had back when I ate meat was um, I had a chicken and uh, a sun-dried blueberry uh, as a topping. So, you know, a little bit of sweet on a pizza goes a long way. Like even like caramelized onions, you get a little bit of sweetness with that. Um, but mango goes really well uh, on, on a pizza. Oh, there you go. Uh, I probably won't try that, but... Uh... I, I, I think that you should. You should get out of your, your pepperoni or ham and pineapple rut and go chicken, mango, red onion, chimichurri sauce, drizzle. That, that's assuming that, that I'm in a pizza rut, which I'm not. So uh, anyway, um, I don't, I, I, if, uh, if a store doesn't sell that kind of pizza, then I'm probably not going to make it on my own at, at that. So anyway. That's that's what making pizza on your own is all about. You you have your pizza is your blank canvas. Well, I'm I'm happy to make uh, the the kind of pizzas that I that I already enjoy. So you have to try something new. You have to try something. You don't new. have to. You should. No. Only okay. only if if you if you really feel like you need to, but I don't I don't feel like I need to try something new when, when it comes to pizza. Okay, well, it sounds to me like you're in a pizza rut. Mm, no. All right, well, that's uh, that's it, I think, for today. Um, I may or may not be here next week. Um, I Well, I'm physically not here in Ottawa next week, but whether I can record with you or not, well, it's up in the air, I think, depending on what, uh, what we'll be doing. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, on, on Friday... Um... Just as a as a, an addendum to our pizza talk, I will be making a cheeseburger pizza with pickles on top and, and Thousand Island dressing. Um, so that so look, look forward to pictures of that if you follow me on Instagram. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I guess uh, we will. Uh, I will see everybody next week. I don't know. I don't know about you. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. All right. We'll see you later. Bye bye. bye.